Hello again and welcome to season three, episode 11 of State at Homer, the podcast where two British men currently enjoying an ill-advised period of relaxed coronavirus restriction in the UK rewatch every episode of The Simpsons in order. Me, Andrew Lowe. Me, Tim Tucker. And today we've reached season four, episode 20 of The Simpsons. Yes. Whacking day. Whacking now. day. But... Before we um, smother our sinewy bodies in the fragrant oils of the episode, (laughs) what's been going on? We we in England are used to, as you know, cold weather. Um, Mm. Americans, uh, we we often experience cold, wet weather, but uh, we're going through 30 degree days at the moment. And it's it's difficult Mm. for us, isn't it? For our pale, limp complexions. Well, yeah, you know, I I mean, I, I quite like it, really. I quite like that feeling, but it's just annoying that you sleep in the in the evening. It's just very tedious, isn't it? Yeah, I've, I've gone through lots of little hacks to try and um, stay cool in the evening. I've got like um, uh, a hot water bottle that I put in the freezer. <laughs> oh, nice! Yeah, and then you take it out, take it to bed with you, wrapped in a tea towel because it's too cold mm. without, and um, it's really good. It just stays cold all night, <laughs> sitting in your bed. Really is your dog do. suffering because our dog's just going yeah. nuts just doesn't know what to do with himself yeah yeah she's just yeah. sort of um just lounging around going i didn't sign up for this is it whose fault <laughs> is this she looks miserable yeah <laughs> but so we're a few days into freedom here as well aren't we in the uk the brilliantly the uk prime minister chancellor and health secretary uh, and leader of the opposition are currently in self-isolation um uh, because yeah, and, and yeah, Mr. Johnson and Mr. Sunak, they didn't. That's the Prime Minister and the the Chancellor didn't want to go into isolation, mm. um, having been chosen randomly to participate in a scheme where they could just take daily tests and carry on as normally. Apparently, they were chosen at random for that. But then they had a look at Twitter, didn't they? Where everyone was saying that's fucking unconscionable, because <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. a choice that most people don't have. And as ever with this government, once they saw which way the wind was blowing, they changed their minds and went into yes. self-isolation. Now, I'm not rambling about that, Tim, at all. There is a point to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that that's a bit, that's a re- related to this episode, isn't it? Oh, the explain. Mob, the mob yeah. mentality. Oh, the mob, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we see, you know, they see people seeing which way the wind is blowing. Uh, yeah. In fact, I'd say that Mayor Quimby in this episode acts very much like Boris Johnson. That's a good <laughs> link, actually. His, yeah, style, no. his style of leadership. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah, call. so they're so they're all in self isolation and mm. cases are rocketing. Everyone choose your at your discretion. Get your masks off. People, yeah. more people are dying. I know a couple of people who work in hospitals, and they say it's getting worse and worse and worse. And I know it's. Dreadful. I think this is the worst time. To, I've actually. I don't know this isn't going to put a down on the episode, Tim, but I think this is the worst it's ever been. <laughs> Dear, yeah, but for lots of reasons, you know. Yeah, it's just yeah. awful, isn't it? Just sliding into oblivion. Uh, yeah, it's it's it feels like it could be a row of dominoes that's about to collapse. Yeah, no, um, they must be loving it at virus control. Like, the, yeah, like those variants we introduced didn't do much because they. They invented a vaccine. Hang on a minute. You're not going to believe what the Brits are doing. They're acting like variant-producing factories. That's so public-spirited of them. Brilliant. They're all just wandering around, spreading the virus around for us. We don't have to do anything. We can go on holiday. In fact, the people in virus control are currently just sitting on a beach. Yeah, going, this is laughing. great. Those Brits are doing our work for us. Yeah, laughing evilly. 
Um, and and the evil laughter tune is another good link <laughs> into the episode. There's a lot it of uh, yeah. extended evil laughter in this episode, which is good. <laughs> shall, um, we, shall we take that link and uh, end the misery of our current state of affairs in the country? Let's jump in. And, try and, yeah. and escape into a world of yellow people and fun, whacking day mm. experiences. Yeah, yeah well, um, so yeah, episode 20, written by John Schwarzfelder. Mm. So you always, you always yeah. feel like you're in safe hands with John Schwarzfelder. He's but not a, his a idea, was it? Wasn't it? No, apparently not. It was George Meyer's idea because he wanted to do something. Uh, he's quite, um, you know, an activist uh, for uh, animal rights, and he wanted to do something uh, along right. those lines. But he, yeah, um, but John Foxfold was chosen to write it, and um, yeah, what an amazing job he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, great episode. <laughs> um, we get a new character in this one as well because. <laughs> Right at the beginning, Principal Skinner announces that Superintendent Chalmers will be arriving. Wonderful, yeah. To to inspect the school. (laughs) So clean up, he says. We've not seen him before, Superintendent Chalmers in The Simpsons. So this is uh, the first of a Mm. few great appearances. And this relationship with him and Skinner and Superintendent Chalmers is fantastic, isn't it? It is. (laughs) It's a total joy throughout the show. It's a great running gag. Yeah, so Superintendent Chalmers and Skinner, Hank Azaria and Harry Shearer apparently improvise... All those scenes, really? oh, yeah, wow. it's all improv. That's and I think great. probably their background come they comes from improv, but yeah, so that's why. It, us, yeah. yeah, well, that's why you can feel that sort of you know the world sort of sliding away. Yeah, that just the yeah. kind of tension, the kind of awkwardness. Yeah. Yes, and there's some fantastic <laughs> sort of um, fantastic moments here, aren't there, between them? That explains the. It's not in this episode, but the Aurea Borealis. Um, Yes, uh, yeah, incident, yeah, yeah. in a future Classic. episode. Yeah, but here, so um, he gets the students to clean up Principal Skinner, but he, he announces that the following students have won mountain bikes and lists <laughs> what we know to be the worst students: Bart, Jimbo, Nelson, and the others. <laughs> he doesn't turn the mic off in time before he starts cackling manically. Yeah, there's evil laughter. That's the first evil laughter. Yeah, extended uh, evil evil person laughter, and yeah, they all hear it, don't they? Yeah, they're looking up at it and he says, oh, still on, turns off the mic. It doesn't deter the kids, though. They go get their mountain bikes. Um, but they're locked into the basement, basically, which is pretty unethical, actually. Well, it's a ruse, isn't it? Just to get just to get them yeah. away while Superintendent Chalmers, who is the, yeah. I suppose he's like the state school inspector or something, he visits and um, yeah. Skinner's trying to put on a, a good face for yeah. the school, which is generally quite quite badly run isn't it yeah and he does say actually will the world judge me harshly if I threw away the key <laughs> um, but no they're, they're going to be kept there while Superintendent Chalmers is doing his, his rounds yeah to make mm. the school look better crucially they Meanwhile, introduce Willie here don't they they introduce groundskeeper Willie yeah uh, who I do have a, as I've said before I have a bit of a difficult relationship with uh, no he's been in previous episodes hasn't he no no they introduce him to, um, to finish oh, a bit so- of the plot where he yeah. helps Skinner it's yeah. crucial that he helps Skinner to put the boys in the in in storage while Chalmers visits. Yeah, uh, he's he's complicit in that because it comes full circle at the end. I see what you mean. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah and um, he gets a girlfriend in this one, which is he a does, bit strange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very strange. Yeah, the sort well, of Scottish I'd... lassie turns up. Yeah, I think the only reason it's a plot device, isn't it? Because we need to get rid yeah. of Willie while um, Bart yes. finds the tractor. So it's a bit, it's quite clunky, but but sort of funny. But, yeah. uh, but we're jumping ahead a bit there because Superintendent Chalmers arrives. That's right, yeah, sorry. To see some welcome superintendent banners. <laughs> uh, 
which yeah. uh, I think he thinks is a bit sucky. But <laughs> so it well, I love that he says he says um, what's fantastic about Chalmers and Skinner is where um, <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that Chalmers doesn't sort of um, he, yeah. he's completely black and white, isn't he? He sort of has no he doesn't let Skinner get away with anything. Yeah. You know, he doesn't just sort of like just um, so yeah, let it go. Yeah. So Skinner goes, "What do you think of the banners?" He goes, "Transparent toadying." You know, yeah. and Skinner says they were the children's idea. <laughs> and he says, "It's always the children's fault, isn't it, Seymour?" And there's that great moment where Skinner goes, "Yes, yes, it is, sir." <laughs> it's always the children's fault. <laughs> now you, now you've told me it's improv. It makes total sense. It does. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's fantastic. That's fantastic. Isn't it? Yeah, really good lines. But um, meanwhile, Nelson tries to punch his way out of uh, confinement, which is yes. Nelson's way, just by punching yeah. the wall. But but Bart has a clever idea, which is he can squeeze through the vent, so he gets gets to to get go out. Um, Skinner yes. tries to tries to. What I love about that chunk. story is that um, while while Bart squeeze, squeezing out through the vent. Uh, Nelson throws a rock in after him just for a laugh. He's trying yeah. to get them out, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Nelson can't stop himself, can he? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And meanwhile, Skinner offers Chalmers a jello brick with a grape in the centre to, to, yeah. to win his favour. Yeah. <laughs> um, very strange. Very, very odd, yeah. And um, then we get, yeah, then we get. Uh, Willie, don't we? With the yeah, the with the Scottish lassie, yeah, yeah. And so that gets that gets him out of the way, <clears> so that um, in a, in a second, but Bart's going to pick get the tractor, which is a these two thing two strands are weaving together. Yes. Um, but we do get a lovely <clears> moment where Chalmers enters a classroom, and he asks <laughs> if the kids are smart, and Skinner says, "Yeah, pick one at random." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pick one at random. Yeah. <laughs> And he, and he says, how about that one? <laughs> Charles goes, you mean this boy here? And it's Ralph, like literally the worst person they could, uh, he could talk yeah. to. Uh, but then Skinner doesn't do very well at hiding it. He goes, no, no, Lisa Simpson. <laughs> he doesn't it's, say, no, no, this this one here. He, he specifically goes, Lisa Simpson. That's in his plan, isn't it? And, um, and she gets the Battle of uh, New Orleans date correct. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. But then Ralph says, what's a battle? Um, and then you get the Skinner Chalmers thing where yeah. uh, Chalmers says did that boy just say what's a battle uh, and Skinner goes well, he said what's that rattle it's about the heating duct and then Chalmers is like it sounded like battle <laughs> he doesn't let it go uh, and Skinner goes oh I, I've had a cold so alright so you hear you hear ours as bees <laughs> yes I understand <laughs> it's just incredible. It's, meanwhile, Bart gets out because he sees Willie's tractor, and then yeah, yeah he's, he he could run past it, but but we know mm. Bart well enough now that temptation is too much. But the tractor talks goes, to him, doesn't it? The tractor. Oh yeah. He has a, he has a sort of weird, um, sort of hallucination almost of the tractor. Yeah. So going, come on, ride me, come on then, and it says, ah, oh, chicken, and then um, he does, <laughs> and obviously. Yeah, yeah, the the beginning, it's the beginning of the end for well, for it's Bart a at the rampage school. of just yeah, rampage of destruction because mm. um, uh, yeah, he, he sort of ploughs through various bits of the school and eventually reaches <laughs> Chalmers, who's been Sorry. who's been at the sand pit. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is another fantastic role. He's like 
not a trace of urine. <laughs> the sand yeah. But he's tasting the sand, isn't he? Yeah. And um and he, he <laughs> like that's one of his checks. And um I love yeah. where he goes. Skinner says, Well, you know what they say, sir, where there's no smoke, there's no fire. And Chalmers goes, What an odd remark. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, fatefully, Chalmers bends over because he spots a 50 cent piece uh, yeah. and uh, bends to pick it up. And it, it, apparently, it's caught between two flowers. Yeah, this, and his <laughs> so, arse is in the air. And then. Yeah, um, and we know Bart can't resist something like that. He has to drive into it, doesn't he? <laughs> and there's an explosion. Yeah. When he hits his butt, there's a, there's a massive explosion. Of course, explosion. yeah. One of our favourite unnecessary explosions, yeah. Yeah. On, on, on when something impacts. Yeah, so Skinner. Yeah. So. So Chalmers doesn't give Skinner the a promotion he was going to get. Yeah, uh, Bart gets expelled. And, there's a um, there's a really interesting um, Chalmers does a doe here, doesn't he? Which um, oh yeah, yeah. Which uh, I wonder if that was improvised because his doe is a sort of doe. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a sort of really sensible doe. <laughs> yeah, well, lunch um, lady Doris says she she's also the school nurse and the cafeteria yeah. worker. She gets two yeah. paychecks. So that's kind of Act One over, beautifully put together. Yeah, fantastic. Um, where, where Bart's out, and the fact mm. is, um, uh, what's so good about this? So I've I've sort of forgotten that Bart is out, and he's supposed to be getting help for the kids that Skinner's stuck away in the room. Yes, I've that's already right. forgotten that, which is genius. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because so much has happened that Bart yeah. has climbed out of this vent, but he hasn't bothered to, to try and get them out. We only find <laughs> that back out at the end, don't we? Yeah, yeah, he's he's wandering along and he sees the tractor, and that's it. It's distracting him, and he's forgotten. And that's incredible, isn't it? And you and yeah. what, that's what makes this episode work so well structurally. But yeah. we'll come to that later. And then we get um, an eye on Springfield with Kent Brockman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I laughed out loud at this because he says, "We'll be looking at what the Munchkins from Wizards of Oz. Where are they now?" Um, yeah. And then it pans to a graveyard. <laughs> Just a silent <laughs> shot of a graveyard. It's awful. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> they're so, clearly they're all dead. Cause it's so long ago. But it's <laughs> not really a, an item, is it? No, what are it's they going to do? Really, yeah. No, it's not a light item. The only possible content of that item would be just somebody at the graveyard just going around the gravestone saying, oh, yeah, he played Munchkin number three or something. Looking at the... <laughs> it's too dark, isn't it? That's really good. I love that. Um, and there's a nudist camp for animals, and then he announces Whacking Day, Distasteful and Puerile. It was called Distasteful and Puerile by a panel of hillbillies. That's how sort yes. of low Whacking Day is. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it is, um, it yeah. is apparently, uh, it's based on a real event, isn't it? Yeah, since 1958, a similar practice has occurred in Texas with the annual Sweetwater Rattlesnake Roundup. Um, yeah. These traditions are rooted in the fear of snakes, uh, and they've been, they've been criticised by many, um, especially with evidence to suggest that uh, killing rattlesnakes does more harm to wildlife and the environment than good. Why? Uh, why are you talking like that, Andy? <laughs> just, just remembering, like, just, uh, <laughs> just thought, realized that I remembered that. Oh, that's uh, it. That's a good, good bit of memory. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and since two thousand and nine, um, citizens in North Queensland, Australia, have held an annual Toad Day Out, which was inspired oh. by Whacking Day from The Simpsons. Sorry, which inspired. was inspired by Whacking Day, <laughs> um, and. Uh, where they they actually do they round up toads and just humanely destroy them. I mean, it doesn't give you the details about how they do how they humanely destroy toads. 
I can't believe that somebody was actually inspired by this, like read, read yeah. this episode as like, oh, that's a good thing to do. Yeah. It's absolutely true. And I, I thought that Sweetwater Rattlesnake Roundup event in Texas sounds bollocks. So yeah. I, had, I, looked at, I looked it up and the mm. website is brilliant. It's, the website just says, our European visitors are important to us in massive letters. And then there's a byline that says, this site is currently unavailable to visitors from the European economic area while we work to ensure your data is protected in accordance with applicable EU laws. It's like something from The Simpsons. You're not allowed to look at the website for the fucking rattlesnake killing event because you're in Europe. You're fancy European people. Only Lisa seems to be appalled by this. We cut to Homer asking, how, how did the kids get on at school? And uh, Bart has to admit he's mm. been expelled. Homer goes, mm, beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the first thing doesn't go into his head. No. That his son has been expelled from school. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, so, he's so distracted. Yeah, yeah. Beer is so, so central to his, uh, his happiness. Yeah. Um, he has, his his uh, cognition has to get through that before he reacts to his son getting expelled yeah. from school. That's right. But he, he's got a solution. He says, well, we'll take you to another school. So he takes him to Springfield Christian School, um, where they put the fun in fundamentalist dogma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he has a go at um, the entrance exam to, uh, well, not exam, but he has a chat with uh, one of the teachers there, and he asks him for a psalm, to which Bart sings Beans, Beans, the Musical Fruit, and then sort of simulates farting, which... Uh, yeah. Which leads the teacher to chase him out and say, avert your eyes, children, he may take on other forms. Yeah. Um, beans, beans, the musical fruit, the more you eat, the more you toot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can see why that would be irritating. For, for irritating, but I wouldn't really. call him a child of the devil as a result, yeah. but it's obviously a strict school. Yeah. Also, what are they going to do if they catch him? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, love, I love when a Burn mob him. is chasing someone and they stand there shaking their fists. Yeah. gets away. <laughs> But then, yeah, uh, Marge says she'll teach him herself. That's the that's the solution they end up on. I like Bart, Bart when he says, "I guess that's it. I just can't be educated." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's luckily, you know, his parents don't quite fall for that. No. Yeah. Um, but Homer, Homer says, "Oh, it's too late. Let's just focus on Lisa yeah. and the other one." <laughs> yeah, that's what I love when he goes, "Marge, the boy's ten years old." <laughs> <laughs> Like in Homer's world, you know, they've tried, they've tried their best, and ten yeah. years is is too late, you know, to carry on trying. Yeah. <laughs> Let's um, focus yeah. our energy on Lisa and the other one. He says. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's not even remembered Maggie's name. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good little um, fantasy sequence of Bart imagining himself um, testing food additives and. Uh, oh yeah, some monster. Yeah, mm. that's right. And I love it. It cuts back to him smiling, saying, "Cool." Well, yeah, <laughs> he, he's he happy that's to brilliant. be testing food products and and uh, yeah. yeah, experiencing deformities because of it. And Marge, Marge <laughs> takes the job of teacher quite quite seriously. She sort of has a you know starting time and comes in and announces her name and everything. <laughs> um, Bart yeah, this is very noises. this is very lockdown, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it is actually. It's very yeah, lockdown because yeah. a lot of people have been have been doing this over the past year or so. That's right. Yeah, and uh, I love that while she's writing on the board, he does a fighting noise and then claims it isn't him. But which yeah, is, that's good. Yeah. Stretching, considering it he is the yeah, the only yeah. child there. And then he, they invite Grandpa in as a guest speaker who talks about yeah. how he was a cabaret singer in the war. 
Yeah, and now we get this another little shot of him sort of cross-dressing, his cross-dressing <laughs> sort of life in the 30s and 40s, isn't it? And 40s, yeah. And he's just sort of singing for, seems to be like the, the Nazi sort of high <laughs> god and Hitler's there. and He flirts uh, with Hitler, yeah. Flirts with Hitler, yeah. And his bre- sort of breast <laughs> yeah. padding falls out. Yeah, it's um, it's, it's an odd strange. thing, isn't it? It's an odd, an odd little background for for Grandpa. Yeah, she asked Bart to read Johnny Tremaine about a boy mm. who goes to war with a deformed mm. hand, um, and this leads to him ignoring Itchy and Scratchy, which uh, <laughs> looks interesting because it's got a guest director of Oliver Stone. It's very short. It's basically a shot for shot of Jack Ruby shooting Lee Harvey Oswald outside the the courthouse. Yeah, yeah. Which is, but it's like uh, it's scratchy is Lee Harvey Oswald and Itchy just steps forward with the gun. I suppose they did that because JFK was just around, released. Yeah, it's just released. Mm. Yeah, at the time, and it's just a huge, uh, big conspiracy theory fest, isn't it? JFK. Yeah, yeah. No, I it, 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 it's ridiculous. The re- the reference doesn't quite work out of context, I guess, does it? It's, but, yeah, it's an odd one. Yeah. Yeah, but you've also yeah. one thing you missed here is that where Homer gets out his his new whacking stick, which is very ah, oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, when he's going <laughs> a new whacking stick, whack, and Marge is going whack, 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 and she's very <laughs> she's aroused by it, <laughs> a little bit odd. But yeah, the, the, he's um he's he's like a martial artist with the whacking stick. Um, I know it's a brilliant he's, sequence, yeah, isn't it? It's brilliantly directed, yeah. Le- leaping around the the um the yard. Uh, showing more than usual physical ability from Homer, yes. actually. I yes. think he's just inspired by it. Um, nearly clubs Lisa at the end there, but she she sort of makes a, a little speech about how she hates Whacking Day. <laughs> she says, "Is there something wrong with me?" And Homer says, "Yes, yes." <laughs> <laughs> but but then um, she it's a terrible br- teacher. Brilliant Homer advice, where she says, "What should I do about it?" And he says, "Well, just squeeze your rage into a bit little ball." And release it at an appropriate time. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the worst possible advice. It's yeah. almost like an advice that you would imagine, you know, people who um, who enact sort of mass shootings. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's what they're doing, isn't it, really? Yeah. Uh, and he has a little uh, anecdote about when he hit a referee with a whiskey bottle. And uh, remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as if it's like a cute little memory that they've got and not a, not a hideous event. So Marge decides to take Bart and Lisa on a little tour of the history of Springfield, um, <laughs> which uh, doesn't go according to plan. <laughs> Isn't it like um, a sort of museum or something? Yeah, it's it's, <clears throat> it's one of those museums where everyone's dressed. Yeah, role playing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're doing auditions for a village idiot. Uh, Barney <laughs> Barney's passed out on the floor, <laughs> and Marge yeah. says, Are "You playing the drunk?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> says, actually, I'm supposed to be the governor, but, so that didn't work out. <laughs> Yeah, um, we get a then, better Barney moment later, don't we? Yeah, but then Bart spots a, an inconsistency in the dates of that are being claimed right. for Jebediah Springfield. So uh, yeah, he's a troublemaker, and they they drag and him out. He's hauled away, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. it's a strange thing, isn't it, about Wackenday? Because we get this in a later episode where Lisa investigates the history of the town and the way Jebediah Springfield has been presented yes. as this sort of figurehead of the town. Yeah. And we get because we, we've had a but we had a little whiff of that with the episode where Bart steals the head of the statue didn't we yeah yeah that's right yeah and it's quite that interesting might, that, that might justify the um, the Oliver Stone um, sort of 
uh, conspiracy theory hint there as well, isn't there? Because there's definitely a, a conspiracy at Springfield to hide the real yeah. nature of Jebediah Springfield. I love this episode, but it could do with just one last edit, couldn't it? Mm. It just feels like it could do with a final pass. Yeah, yeah. It's just a couple of bits in it that you, like the guy auditioning for the village idiot, and you just think, well, we can lose that. Yeah. And it just needs a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Up slightly. It's not quite We've entered there. a slightly loose um, random part of the episode here, haven't we? Although I do yeah. like Apu. Apu has a promotion yeah. where he says, I've released a snake in the, in the store. Uh, the first yeah. to whack it wins a free squishy. <laughs> it's not a good enough prize, is it, either? A free no, squishy. It, it's like, no, what, it's like $2 or something? And they're just running around smashing the place up immediately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just randomly smashing stuff, hoping to catch, get the snake, yeah. I suppose. And then yeah. he realises... It's a great line when he goes, I should have put more thought into my promotion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just they trashed his store, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and well, then we get free Reverend, squishy. And then, yeah, to add to this idea of um, conspiracy, Reverend Lovejoy claims that God endorses Whacking Day. Mm. And he, he makes up a really spurious quote, doesn't he, from the Bible, which uh, Lisa says, can I, can I see that quote? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no. <laughs> Yeah, the Lord said, whack all the serpents which crawl in their bellies and all this yeah. kind of stuff. It's nonsense. And, yeah, a despicable um, part of the conspiracy. Yeah, everyone's, everyone's into this, the idea, aren't they, of keeping yeah. whacking day as um, some sort of a tradition when clearly it, it has its traditional origins are highly spurious. Yeah, yeah, we see the, a, a choir singing violent lyrics about how yeah. they'll break the backs and gouge out their eyes. This is lovely. Um, I love this song. I, this song often pops into my head for some reason <laughs> well you know it's not one of those things where you remember it and then you re- you realize that you remember all the lyrics yeah and the um yeah. it's something like we'll break their backs gouge out their eyes their yeah. evil hearts will pulverize that's, right. <laughs> that's just <that's> horrible <laughs> and they're smiling be- away yeah they are it's beautifully directed as the solo singer has a sort yeah. of whacking stick and a baseball bat and when he yeah. says their evil hearts will pulverize, he grinds the baseball bat into his hand. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so beautifully presented. Yeah, and then we get that other Barney moment because Barney's sort of saying snakes everywhere, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a classic. That's a classic sort of um, off the peg gag. That isn't it? Of going, it is, yeah. You know, saying, "Oh, you're preparing for whacking day," and he goes, "What's whacking day?" Like yeah. he's just obviously hallucinating and he's he's distressed. <laughs> it's quite often the same. psychotic episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, um, you know, we see all the, the real nature of this conspiracy. I'm on the conspiracy thing now, that where Mayor Quimby yeah. brings some pre-whacked snakes to a sort of yeah. plant around Springfield. Mm. And that, uh, yeah, on this, uh, this really <laughs> quite uncomfortable sexual moment between Homer and Marge, where Homer asks Marge if he should whack slow or fast. Yeah, and she says, slow, then fast. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's a very, very thinly veiled sexual yeah. reference. I quite like those little shots, though, those little moments of Homer and Marge. Yeah, you know, they work really well, yeah. Sexuality. It's quite interesting, isn't it? It's a little, you know, yeah. you, it sort of humanises them. Yes, it does, definitely. And it's it's back yeah. to that make me care thing because they have a genuine relationship, don't they? Yeah, um, yeah, you forget in all of the cartoonish sort of antics. And you yeah. and it it's a really it's really good how they drop those in very, very occasionally. Lisa says uh, to Homer, please don't lower yourself to the level yeah. of the mob. Yeah. <laughs> and he and he's, he claims, Well, if I'm part of it I can help steer it in wise directions. 
But then he gets yeah. his air horn and his yes. giant cowboy hat. Yeah. It's clearly that's not going to be any use for subtly guiding the mob in wise direction. No, it's a great shot of him uh, animation wise with a big grin on his face, yeah. tooting his air horn. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> then we get Quimby introducing Barry White. Now, I can't find any reference that says that's the actual Barry White. I'm hoping it is. Have you, have you managed to find mm. that? He's not listed as a guest, I don't think. Oh, no, it's definitely Barry White. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. because he wanted to be in it. And they found an excuse, a reason to get him in there. And I think he's incredible. Yeah, he's great. He really plays the part. And I think it's a uh, great idea. It's just a great idea. It really... Just yeah. as you think this episode is rattling along beautifully, yeah. then yeah. it just ups to a new level when Barry White turns up. It does. I love... Quimby says, uh, Larry White. And he says, uh, it's Barry White. <laughs> he goes, Barry White. And he goes, no, no. It says here Larry White. <laughs> he goes, I know my own name. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great line. It's fantastic, yeah. He's just I love the fact he doesn't get angry. You know, he doesn't yeah. go, How dare you? It's, you know he just goes, I know my own name. It's just yeah, it's completely cool. calm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then um yeah, Bart's reading and the way this ties in nicely is that Bart's reading Bob Woodward's The Truth About Whacking Day. Bob Woodward another reference to conspiracy, isn't it? Um, oh yeah, yeah. It wasn't he to do with Watergate? He's one of the yeah, Watergate. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that. Yeah, um, and learns that something um, with a low bass sound will draw the snakes. So of course, mm. Lisa gets the idea of using Barry White's voice. Um, I mean, this is just brilliant, isn't it? This is just yeah. genius. Like, the, where the where did this idea come from? Like, did is yeah. they got they could get Barry White? Uh, are we going to get Barry White in this episode, or did they yeah. think? Hey, Barry White sent us that message a few weeks ago. He said he wanted to be in the show. This is a, well. How about this? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Where did this idea come from? I'd love to know. It's great, isn't it? Because it is such a sort of surreal in a way, isn't it? That he he starts yeah. singing uh, by going, "Don't bother the snakes," and, uh, and then starts singing, "I can't get enough of your love," which is just yeah. a wonderful moment of The Simpsons for me. And he, um, yeah, and he <laughs> sings. He apparently he he just sang. They were going to just play the the recorded version. But he just said, no, 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 I'll do, a, I'll do a sort of an original version of it. And he just obviously, it's sort of a bit of improv and he talks about don't bother the snakes. And, yeah. <laughs> and then goes into the um, the version of can't get enough of your love, which is just brilliant, isn't it? He's got a really earnest expression on his face where he says, leave all the snakes <clears throat> alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so fantastic. Um, Although he is sort of equating them with, uh, he sort of sees the snakes as a kind of a, some sort of feminine... Um, yeah, you know, Avatar doesn't he? Like uh, when he says later, yeah. "I love the sexy slither of a lady snake" or something. He's got his snakes are are very Barry White, aren't they? But, <laughs> There's something so it's about a weird them. conflation of a phallic thing and <laughs> yeah. a sort of curvy female yeah. thing. It's, it's very Barry White. <laughs> it is right. <laughs> sensual. Lisa's playing bass as well, which is pretty cool, and she has a little bass lick, which uh, as a oh, bass yeah. player, I, I appreciate. But the, the angry mob follow. The snakes do come to, to hear Barry White and mm. uh, the angry mob follows and Bart announces it's a sham. It was just started as an excuse to beat up the Irish. Yes, so it all unravels. A stereotypical Irishman turns up, doesn't he, and concurs. Um, <laughs> There's one thing here that um, we can't let this go. When they're yeah. discussing the Barry White thing, Bart says if we put the stereo speakers on the ground and play something with a lot of bass, mm. those snakes will be in here like Oprah on a baked ham. Oh. This suggests there's a reference to Oprah's weight, isn't it? I think. 
Yeah. I don't I think so. that'll get through the today, would it? No, no. It's not very pleasant, is it? Yeah, it's a really <laughs> it's a real bomb note, isn't it? You just go, oh But they Lisa manages to to sort of calm the mob, doesn't she? She rationalizes yeah. with yeah. them. Apart from Grandpa, he says, I hate everything but Matlock. And then says, oh, it's on now. And sort of shuffles off. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, he just gets off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like she points out the good things snakes have done, like they killed the rats in Mrs. Glick's basement. Um, it's not a great argument, this, is it, though? Because Lisa says, how can you turn on snakes after all they've done for you? And she says, Mrs. Glick, who killed those rats in your basement? A snake did. Okay. And then she says, you like snakes, don't you? Barry White. And he goes, yeah, I love the sexy slither of a lady snake. And then that's enough, and the mob go, hooray for snakes! Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing in that argument whatsoever. Because like, really. The only thing in it is there's a snake that killed some rats in the old woman's yeah. basement, and Barry White quite likes snakes. Uh, yeah. And the, that's it, and the mob totally turn. And then superbly, yeah. um, Quimby turns up. At exactly the, the wrong worst moment. possible yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah. With, <laughs> with his 12 dead pre-wet snakes, and they boo him. And then he says, I'm sick of you people, you're nothing but a pack of... Fickle uh, mush heads. And yeah. then they go, he's right. <laughs> Give us hell, Quimby. <laughs> <laughs> it's just brilliant. It's so John Swartz sort of it. Yeah, I love, yeah, the mob. The mob are uh, just a despicable um, bunch of people there. There's some. Yeah. There's lots of great scenes of the mob in, in The Simpsons. Burns is there, isn't he? As well. Everyone's there, yeah. though. <laughs> and, then, and then we get uh, another little musical reference with Born Free playing while the snakes... Get away, yeah, lovely, which is, yeah, which is a nice, um, yeah, nice thing. And then Skinner, Skinner says to Bart, mm. "I'm impressed by your independent learning." So um, absolute genius, where they bring the episode around structurally, plot-wise. Yeah, you have Bart is out. You yeah. remember the beginning when you know yeah. he was. It was all about his not not educated, not being educated properly, mm. and he. Skinner goes, well, you've shown independent learning because he went to the museum, he questioned the whacking day, mm. all that kind of thing. Yeah, which is then, all good, yeah. Yeah, and then we get the record scratch where yeah. Skinner realises that he's left Nelson Jimbo <laughs> in the room, but yeah. hasn't helped them to get out. <laughs> no, it's fantastic. And Wonderful. actually they have, they've had a conversion because they're sort of talking in there, aren't they? And Nelson says, I've always used violence as a way of getting attention. Yeah, they're almost into some <laughs> self-realisation, self yeah. And, uh, and we see, yeah, we see uh, Willie on his tractor again. Um, mm. uh, they're going to bribe them, so they're taking some actual mountain bikes to give them to stop We give them the bikes, no one sues. Yeah, That's and if, if they're dead, we ride these bikes to Mexico and freedom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and uh, beautifully ends on a Mexican version of the Simpsons theme tune. Yeah, which, which great. Is great, yeah, a truly yeah. great episode. Yeah, uh, fantastic. Yeah, I have some niggles with it, but I'm going to give it a ten because yeah, I, I think it's one of those episodes that I would just want. Mm. You know, I would put up there as one of the essential episodes, and in my heart, yeah. Um, it's sort of you know, it's it's total, totally one of the, one of my favourite episodes. I think. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's so perfectly structured. Yeah. And um, the the charmers, the charmers bits. Yeah, fantastic. And, um, and uh, Barry yeah, White. The, Barry White is genius. <laughs> That's fantastic. I love Barry White anyway. Barry White yeah. is a little bit. There's a slight whiff of. Uh, Barry White is a bit ridiculous, isn't he? But 
I don't. I think um, that's really unfair. I, I, I think ironically the, think he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and, he is. Um, yeah, yeah. No one, no one sounds like that apart from Barry. I think Barry he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, and you know he sta- he stands up there for me with all the all the key the top sort yes. of things, like you know, absolutely and people like that. He just doesn't get the respect. But but yeah, so so it's brilliant. I think it's just it, all all the pieces fall into place, don't they? They do, and I think I'm I'm constantly astounded by. Schwarzfelder's writing because he does have as you say he has that amazing thing where he seems to be going off into crazy sort of random episodes but then you Mm. realize at the end that it's actually beautifully structured that there is there's a plot that's been worked out and it and we've seen Mm. episodes where that isn't the case and and it sort of takes away from the the satisfaction of the episode doesn't it whereas he he manages Mm. all that crazy randomness within really tightly woven plot well I love the way that I can just imagine him saying you know, I've got this idea. We're going to get Barry White, and he's going to we're going to play Barry White music, and he's going to calm the snakes down, and you know, yeah. he's going to. And you can imagine. I, I love the the way that the show and the showrunners and people would just listen to that and go, "Okay, yeah." <laughs> like that's that's what's yeah. so great about it. There's a there's a real sense of creative freedom now, and the show is, yeah, like I said before, just strolling the heights, isn't it? It's it's got really no, is, yeah. it doesn't really have any any predators. <laughs> it's just. No. The top of the chain, isn't it? It is top of the food chain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and uh, also one last thing, a good, great example of A and B plot working so well together, you hardly notice the exactly, distinction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you just completely forgotten about it. Yeah, and you. That's sort of how you want your shocks if you're writing, if you're plotting anything. Mm. You, know, you want, you want that sweet spot where the audience mm. or the readers or whatever viewers, they just basically something happens and they think, well, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, yeah. And it's plausible. Yeah, it's exactly, that sort yeah. of, and it yeah. works. You know, it makes sense. It connects. You yeah. don't want. I wasn't expecting that, but it's bollocks. That would never happen. Yeah, but at least right, I yeah. wasn't expecting it. You know, you want like a sweet spot between those two things, and this episode really does that. Yeah, it's ten from me as well. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. We're nearing the end of season four. Um, yeah, we've had so yeah, many we've great two life left, left. Yeah, just two left. Two left. Yeah. And Which I must say, Andy, I've been Exciting. looking ahead at season five, and, and I'm remembering those episodes. I, th- I think we're up for another cracking season next next time too. Yeah, we're definitely in the. Everyone talks about season four, don't they? But I think yeah. it's around about this period. Yeah. You know, that it, Nothing. it just keeps the hits keep coming. They do. They don't do a misstep mm. at all. Yeah. So, sadly, yeah, it's time to uh, time to power down the episodes' life support. <laughs> apparatus uh, yeah. and prepare it for transport to the hospital mortuary yes where where it'll be stored awaiting collection by a, a registered funeral director Tim <laughs> metaphorically speaking yes. <laughs> that is, yes. uh, email us please email us at stayathomeapod at gmail.com for Christ's yeah. sake please do um, tweet us at stayathomeapod we're not so bothered about that we prefer no. you to email us but if you want to tweet us yeah. to retweet it particularly if you've got a load of followers we're, you know, yeah. we're, we're shameless <laughs> we're just, yeah. if you've only got like 20 or 30 followers don't bother but if you've got loads <laughs> just just retweet the show so that we get some promotion out of it <laughs> and go to Apple Podcasts yes. yeah, and leave nice comments and a five star review stars. Yeah. yeah if you listen to this and you, you haven't left us a review then I hope mm. you feel really bad Yeah, um, suffer a you know, a brief period of disturbed sleep or something. Just think about what you haven't done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> just give something back to the world. 
you know you can you can spare the time it's only it will take you literally like 30 seconds to do it yeah. anyway now, um, <laughs> hopefully if our country survives the impending apocalypse of covid yeah um uh, exactly. we will be back next week with another we episode yeah wherever we, we might be we might be in a cave or something or, or <laughs> i don't know where we'll be next week because there's going to be no food scattered uh, around the hills so we may actually yeah. have to start eating each other yeah. but, <laughs> but uh, unless we have to socially isolate because we get pinged by the the app in which case yeah. we won't be able to go out even to yeah. hunt each other down and eat each other yeah, so that, so that won't be our fault. But uh, oh, let's just hope it never happens, Tim. All being no. well, we'll be here next week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, whoever you are, we hope you're well. And wherever you are, we hope you're safe. See you next time. See you next time. <laughs>